Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Yeah. That's right. We're glad you could join us. It's time to sit back, get comfortable, talk about some weird stuff, and just chill for a while. Welcome to After Hours with the Rise Guys. Here's Madman at nine. Yes, sir. Hey, I'm Madman. I'm nine. And this is After Hours with the Rise Guy. Yeah, what's up? How you doing? Good, you? Good. Good. I was talking to them about you. Oh, I know. We've been together 20 years now. No, it's, as far as today goes, since about 5.30. Yeah, man, right at 5.30, because I was walking in to go to the bathroom when you pulled up today. You were not walking, buddy. You were like Charlie Chaplin trying to get to the bathroom. Yeah, I wanted to go in there pretty bad. They're like the penguin. Yeah. Wah, wah, wah. Um, that's all we can do legally. Yeah, that's it. Any more than that, we have to pay DC comment. Yeah, we do. Um, episode 35, thank you so much for uh, downloading uh, this. We we do ask that if you listen for the first time, give it a couple episodes. Okay, Don't judge us just off one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, if you are a regular subscriber, thank you so much. Please share it around. Uh Give it a rating. We hope that you give it a good rating. If you really don't like it, we can't tell you not to. Yeah. We don't strongly discourage it, but we also don't try to get trolls on there because we want to we want to make it big in this industry. Yeah, we would like to. <laughs> um, so here we are. By the way, I always enjoy, with the podcast especially, kind of you know verbally announcing the date because depending on wh- when you listen to this, I mean... You know, our great, well, mine, you're not going to have any, a nine, but you're, uh, my great, 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 greatest grandkids may listen to great, 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 greatest grandpa's old radio show. Mm-hmm. Wonder, I wonder what date that was. It's episode 35. Well, it's 420. Yeah. And um, I just wanted to put that out there. I think that's funny. But you know what? If your grandkids do or don't, you probably won't ever know. No, you great, 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 greatest. You won't know. No, because I only get to come back nine times, and I think this is the seventh. Yeah. So I have two more. Yeah, you won't know. Um. Yeah. So it's uh it's it's four twenty, and it's uh, you know, it's still Greenville, South. So great, 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 greatest grandkids, if you're listening, it's still illegal to do that here, and um, I don't know, like nine. If you had to ponder the future. In the year 2094. What year do you think that it will be legalized here in the state of South Carolina? 
There's a lot of variables with that. It's, I mean, it, 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 realistically, within the next 10 years in some form. My gosh. Um, yeah, but it's, there's a lot of variables with that too. Like we could go completely the opposite direction too. What do you mean? They'll, we, they'll take all the weed and burn it out in the field somewhere? Yeah, I mean, we could wind up somehow going like way, way, way conservative about things. <laughs> that, I mean, that's that's crazy to think about. It could happen. But isn't it weird, though, that... People are pretty easy. And I'm not making a political statement by saying this, but that we are the united, united states of America. But then there's these different state-by-state laws like that over something that's such a crucial thing. Yeah, you know what I mean? It, it's something that, uh, specifically, cannabis, marijuana, <laughs> is uh, reefers. It's one of those things that... I mean, generally speaking, the majority of... We did a news story this morning on the Rise Guys Morning Show, uh, hour four of that podcast, if you want to hear it for yourself. Thank you. Uh, about uh, people, um, you know, or no, it was uh, hour two, end of hour two, never mind. Stupid. <laughs> I'm dumb. But uh, it was about the, the 52% of people are now open to, you know, to continuing to use or, or, or trying the marijuana. Yeah. I call it cannabis more. You like it better? Yeah, than marijuana. Marijuana sounds just more... something we made up. Well, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's just the, the the actual weed that grows in Mexico. Yeah. But that's not the same thing. Uh, but, yeah, but, right? Yeah. Where does yeah, the word but, reefer come from then? I don't know, man. Yeah. But, uh, it's, but the people know the truth, but still the laws aren't changing, and I don't know like, how that... Where did that come from? What, the truth? No, like... Or the fact that people know the truth now, and 52% of people are open to continuing to use it or using it. And a lot more who don't necessarily want to use it also see the truth about it. And I mean, a majority of people support the decriminalization, the legalization. That's in every poll they ever do at this point. Yeah. But it's still like it isn't advancing, yeah. uh, except in, in in a few states. Like the federal government won't overturn the, the Schedule One, which I mean, nobody thinks that should be that. No. Um. They won't remove it. I, mean, I don't know what. I don't know how. They, I mean, these things have to change at some point, and then it kind of opens the gate for the rest of the states to kind of do something with it. Well, because, and not to reference the other show, but just in our own conversation here, you know, we. I said that this morning. I said, well, the only reason it wouldn't be because if you're, let's not even call them a politician. Let's say you're a businessman who's been in business for 40, 50 years. Mm-hmm. If you're against something that you know and you have general knowledge that it's helpful and kind of just makes people's lives a little easier and, and all that stuff. Or at least there's, you know, it isn't or necessarily bad or right. certainly any worse than other things you can go buy at any gas station. Right. Then the only reason that they, that they would be against it is because people that oppose it are then putting money in their pockets because they're business people. And I know that's no great... You know, realization for everybody, but kind of in a way it is because, you know, I don't know your age. You, I, I know yours now, but th- those of you who are listening right now, but like if you're a kid of the 80s, holy moly. That's all it was about. Yeah, I mean, you just grew up inundated with, uh, with, uh, no. with just say no all no. the time. Just say no. Just say no with... Uh, Nancy Reagan and Mr. T and Webster. Yeah. They had all the the big stars of the, of the time. They, if, I think Michael Jackson maybe even. 
was involved in some of those oh, yeah. photo opportunities. Everybody was, man. I mean, everybody was a part of just say no, and that's where... I mean, it, all the kids who grew up during that, at some point, a lot of them, the majority of them, tried something, experimented with something, maybe liked it, maybe didn't, but ultimately realized that they had been lied to up and down about what it was and how it was and what it did. Has you just been lied to? You're talking like, about specifically weed? Well, yeah, specifically yeah. that. You just, I mean, you just been lied to with all the, you know, like, it turns out your brain wasn't like, a, it isn't for everybody, certainly, but it turns out your brain wasn't like a, a cracked egg in a frying pan. Jeez. See, that was, that was, but I think again, that your regular was, brain wasn't an uncracked egg in your hand. Any questions? No. I didn't, was it just say no and then the, the frying egg campaign and then dare? They were all kind of hand in hand. I think Dare were, started up a big time in the eighties too. And but then, all government organiz, organizations, yeah, and organ, organ, nonprofits organ. and whatever was going on. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember the tail end. Of, Mad. The, well, that was drinking and driving. It, it was. Yeah, but they were all at the same time. Yeah. I had nothing against Mad. Yeah. What, what if you were like the dad, you know, and you wanted to go support your wife, but it's like, but she's just made it about her. No, notice there were no dads against drunk driving. I think there were. They were mainly the ones doing it. Oh, that's awful to be true if it is. But, you know, it's usually the dad's driving drunk. Hey, those commercials where they show the people driving around the convertibles that are full of martinis, there's some women in there, too. Look, you've been to golf tournaments. You've seen people get in their cars and leave. Those are golf carts. Those are are dads driving drunk. trying to drive them home. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, yeah, there was definitely the, uh, it was, look, we can say what it was, it's propaganda. And then, you're right, once you learn whatever and you've done it for the first time like i remember many many things and we can pace ourselves with this but i remember many things as i remember going to a concert i can't remember which one but i remember smelling what i thought was a cigar Mm -hmm. and my daddy taking his jacket and holding it over my nose like you ain't gonna get high matthew that boy's smoking a left-handed cigarette Uh, yeah exactly uh, but of course, that's when you could smoke cigarettes in a in a building everywhere all the time. Yeah, um, but uh, there, there's there's that that very impressionable on me. But I remember there was this story, and you know, it's one of those urban legends, whatever. And everybody would adapt to their own town. But there's a story uh, I remember hearing as a kid where this guy smoked his first marijuana cigarette yeah, and that his, his mind went scrambled and he yeah. never came back from it. You Almost like that. he tripped LSD or something. Yeah, like a bad acid trip. But it was smoking weed. Yeah, and it may have really the, been LSD, but it translated to weed by the time it got to me. You'd hear about the acid, odds are it never happened. You'd hear about the acid trip guys who just never came back. Right. It took a long trip. Yeah. Long, strange trip. It's Bill Walton, it seems. Yeah, yeah. Deals with some of that. Oh, yeah. But during the Just Say No campaign... I remember it was everywhere. I mean, a lot. Most people listen probably remember. People younger, they don't realize how it was everywhere. It was like elect, not elective classes, but like a thing you had to go to. You know, like oh, you get at school, you get it at church, get it at home, get it on TV, get it at magazines, get it everywhere you looked. So at school, there I remember this one, and I was like amazed by it. Yeah, that this guy, I guess from Dare or or, or one of them, just say no, came to the school, and he had this briefcases big huge like salesman briefcase mm-hmm. but really big and it was loose sight you could see through it and he had in there alleged real confiscated drugs yeah and i remember seeing crack i remember seeing cocaine i i 
barbiturates, I remember one of the words. Um, uh, speed, I think, was one of the, the... But anyway, it like it was almost like, now this is what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Don't you do it. Don't you do it. Now you know what it looks like. Now you know what it looks like. Yeah. So don't buy any of that fake stuff. <laughs> the next semester I'll be back to teach you how to cook crack, but don't you do it. Right. That's oregano. Wink, yeah. wink. Yeah. But, but with crack, though... With the, the food references, yeah, I remember when crack started, that was when it was more than just like our parents knew weed. I mean, oh, I yeah. don't know that my mom ever did. I know my dad has. Yeah. Yeah, he's dead now, but ends in past. Um, but never crack was like a new thing. And I remember apparently there was a 2020 or maybe even it was an Oprah thing mm-hmm. where they, they brought out real crack. And I didn't see it, but apparently they said it looked like a wet French fry. That was the way it was explained. So I've seen enough cops to know better than that. Well, th- yeah, but this I was so I was in the sixth grade. Mm-hmm. So I remember my mom asking me one day after school, Matthew, do you ever see anything in the bathrooms at school? And I was like, What do you mean, Mama? And she's like, You know, other than just bathroom stuff. And I was like, What do you mean? She said. You ever see wet French fries? I swear to the Lord, it's a true story. You ever see any wet French fries in the bathroom? And I'm like, no, I don't recall yeah, what, any. Sixth grade, you said? Yes. Yeah, yeah no. I remember specifically because it was right when I started going to Severe Middle. Yeah. Uh, you ever seen any wet? No, no, I yeah, don't guess. It may point, have been tater tots, but I don't know about wet French fries. People really thought 11-year-olds were smoking crack. And it's that crazy. they were leaving it around yeah, for everyone around. to enjoy. I don't know what's up with the imaginations of people in our parents' generation, man. They can imagine all kind of wild stuff. Because they, but here's why: is because they had more information than the previous generation, but still very limited. Yeah, very limited than to what we have now. They just saw it on TV, and this is the way it is, this and then they the started imagining the worst. They are on TV; they cannot tell any BS on there. Meanwhile, they're over there buying the the spray on hair that grow, makes your hair grow yep. and all that crap. Yeah, set it and forget it. Yeah. The uh, so <laughs> I, you know I got the Ninja Turtles arcade game, the one that came out in like 89 or 90, I forget what yeah, year. Yeah, you referenced video games. I was wanting to It has a message from the government when you turn it on and boot it up. That's right. Um and just, you know, the and you let the if you just leave it on or walk past it in an old arcade, uh, every few minutes you'll see a message pop up that says winners don't use drugs and it has like the the seal of the DEA or the FBI or something on it. And it's a, it's signed by the whoever was the director of that agency when the game came out, and you see that pop up on your screen every few minutes, just as one of the title screens. It's a message from the government on the video game. But isn't it weird though that we'll see? I mean, obviously a lot of it is is, is true, but you know we see other countries do their so called propaganda, and we scoff at it, you yeah. know, and we'll see like their. You know, some of it's like artistic mural type stuff, but you'll see it and you're like, wow, I can't believe these fools fell for this stuff. Uh-huh. But over here, we had our favorite video games, our favorite athletes. I remember our at favorite the, cartoon characters at the end of cartoons and sitcoms. Yeah. They would say, hi, I am uh, Conrad Bain. I play Philip Drummond here on the different strokes. Yeah, I want to talk to you about drugs. They're being paid by the government to do all this stuff. You ever seen any wet French fries there, kids? The <laughs> government was making up cartoon characters. They were licensing uh, popular cartoon characters and hiring actors and, I mean, the TV networks and the, the entire programs. So, like, Reefer Madness was yeah. the thing that, that you know a good bit about that was started back in, what, 40s or 50s? Reefer Madness, the movie, came out in 1936. Oh, my God. That was back in the, uh, the, the Anslinger days. Who was, what does uh, that mean? He was the first drug czar, and he was the guy 
the the figure he was the head of the whole reefer madness starting all that propaganda that took many generations to get past I mean, we're still getting past it in, in backwards-ass places like where we are um, com- compared to, you know, various other places where oh, yeah. they're way f- ahead of us. But it, it just took, like, literally, like, three generations to get past that dude's propaganda when it came to stuff like weed. Yeah, Anslinger? Anslinger, yeah. See, I've never Harry. heard that name in my life. I've never researched it much. But when you're someone... Turn your mic on. I think he's buried in Indiana if you ever want to go pee on it. Well, I've looked into it. I was going to say that with a, somebody who's that prominent of a figure of history, you know, you see that a lot of times of guys that were historical figures and then it's the, the history erodes and you kind of see things for what they really were. You're like, how does that family not survive? Like, did they not ever have kids? And then you say, oh, wait a minute. If I look it up, they changed their name years ago yeah or they dropped a certain part of it so they're not recognized as much yeah that's exactly what that is it is i see i've never heard that in my life so he's the guy that kind of and and obviously profited from it it's nothing different than big farm and we accept that as what it is yeah we do it's up to you to educate yourself about it or just accept whatever they want to hand you it is but with that one you're less burdened by fear of prosecution because you're not breaking federal law by filling a prescription your doctor gives you. Well, that's, that's or state the, law either. That's the one that they they work hand in hand. On. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I'm not saying this like some kind of. I mean, everybody everybody realizes that. Yeah, and not just about knows. weed, but just like prescription drugs. Like everybody knows that unless they're on them and want to keep them that way, or uh, you know, they're profiting from it. Yeah, absolutely. Because why else would you just sit there and say? Yeah, they. It only cost him ten cents to make it, and you don't have insurance, so it's four hundred ninety dollars. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, in two thousand, I'm gonna run for president. Two thousand nineteen. I'll walk fast. We spent about five hundred eleven billion dollars on prescription drugs in America. But what would, what did we spend on anti drug ad, advertisements? You know, I used to know those figures. I used. To, I, I know that one of the you should run. Look at all this information. Um. We used to spend $75 million a year on it on that campaign. I don't know now. Well, that's shockingly low considering what we spend on other kind of situations. Let me look this up real quick. I'll get you a number here. I, w- I would like to... About $51 billion annually on the whole thing. <laughs> that's that's staggering. Uh, over a trillion dollars since, it, since we started the war on drugs, which... Your drugs are still winning. I know. We just pull out of Afghanistan, no matter how you feel about it. We did. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we'd been over there forever. Eventually, like, you either say, all right, we can't keep spending money on this war we can't win, or everybody finally calls it for what it is. Yeah. It's an exchanging of funds across two different party lines. Well, the war on drugs was really, I mean, it was a far-reaching thing, and it had a lot of fallout from it, especially when it comes to uh, that, that word we don't like, gentrification. Um, a I lot like of that word. You don't like a that? Lot of that? A lot of that gentrification was possible because of the war on drugs, and there's a reason that we're, you know, we had all these stiff criminal penalties for people uh, who were busted for, for drugs, and especially for selling drugs and cultivating drugs and dealing oh, yeah. drugs, trafficking drugs. But meanwhile, you know, our own government, you know, CIA's in, in Los Angeles flying in 747s full of Colombian cocaine. And in the caskets of... 
Yeah, and then distributing it into the inner cities, which then, you know, 25 years later, property values plummeted. We've gentrified them and built them back up, and they're glorious again. But it's just a weird way to go about doing that. Do you think that's... To poison the community with drugs in order to get there. Is that part of the reason why that we're allowed to... This is going far different than I thought. That we're allowed to elect specifically, let's say, president, and they can only run twice and then can, after every four years we reelect them mm-hmm. is it because once we that information becomes relevant and we find out oh they were doing this or whatever uh the president's not president anymore and then we have this new president to blame on stuff and then it's this vicious cycle where the person who signed off on it never really in the time period of which their president ever really get called for it. Uh, because who are the CIA guys? Like, they're these unknown people, whereas the president is the face of the government. See, I think people started to get wise to that at some point because it didn't matter who the president was. You had J. Edgar Hoover running the FBI for like what, 40 years or something. Yeah, but and you had Anslinger in his job for a, for a couple decades, too, I think. So Anslinger was now, the those guy. those positions don't last. He took over for Hoover? No, no, no. He was there. Too different. I think even before Hoover or okay. during Hoover. Hoover's time at was least. Was he there when Bush was there? Um, no, Anslinger was gone by then. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it was. A, I mean, he he was the first drug czar, and he kind of worked, I guess, hand in hand with Hoover to some extent. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. They, they actually call him a czar. That's kind of odd, too. Yeah, this is what the term. I don't know if it's an official term or not. Drug emperor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. First head of the, the DEA or whatever it was called initially, if it was that or something else. Next I'm not time sure. we do Spellenberg, we should put czar in there. That'd oh, yeah. That would mess people up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, so the brain on uh, on drugs, any questions? They brought in all the the... Big names of the times, and, and again, again, at the, the, there was a lot of situations, and it's that thing where if you're in, like, we're in Greenville, South Carolina, which is a booming metro now, but then, you know, places like Woodruff Road was nothing but forests and yeah. all that stuff, but. There wasn't the information there, but you you saw movies and TV shows, and that was your picture book out into the real world. And you realized, or maybe you didn't at the time as a kid, but looking back now, 
it was fictionalized, but because they dramatized it mm-hmm. that way, you accepted it as that's the way it was out there in the in the world. Yeah, because that's all you. I mean, that's all we knew. Sitting at home in the house in the neighborhood watching TV. Right. That's all. I mean, we didn't have much access to the outside world besides that and what we saw on the news our parents watched or current affair type shows. <laughs> um, there's this. I mean, there's there's a lot of interesting things just about the whole. Gateway whole, drugs. Yeah, the whole thing in general, man, is 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 uh, is very interesting. Like, think about when you watch TV now, you see ads uh, telling you telling kids don't vape. Oh Kick man, vaping. You know specifically, don't do, don't do that. That's every ad you see. You watched wrestling last night. Uh, yeah, I watched weekly. So, uh, and I see those ads on other shows too. And then during sporting events, I mean, those are the ones I see yeah. now targeted towards the uh, the the youth, telling them not to do that. Now the. The thing is, you don't see them about cigarettes anymore. But since they quit airing about cigarettes, what have they done? Cigarettes went up again. The cigarettes prices have gone up a lot. Yeah. Uh, you have to be 21 to buy cigarettes in America now. And they might ban menthol cigarettes altogether uh, coming up this summer. It's potentially that that could potentially happen. Now, you should open up a tobacco store. For 25 years of my life, I remember them constantly advertising don't smoke, don't smoke, don't smoke. Only after they stop spending millions of dollars on these ads, did they decide, well, how about this? Instead of the advertising, we're going to raise the age and look into banning menthols altogether. So it's like the whole time you're advertising, telling people not to do it, you're not actually doing anything about it. And then when you move on to the anti-vaping campaign, then you do something about the tobacco. Why didn't you just do that in the first damn place instead of spending 25 years on an ad campaign? Let me be your campaign manager. You could be the local drug czar or something. We have try. a lot of information on this. You know, uh, oh gosh, here we go down that road of trying to remember what you just said. You said something about uh, don't smoke, don't smoke, and then don't vape, don't vape. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, it's the it's funding both sides to eventually. And when you finally did something about it, you've already kind of given up the fight, and then you do. But you could have done. You could have raised the smoking age to twenty one in nineteen ninety five. Okay, yeah, there you go. But you do it in like twenty nineteen or twenty twenty or whatever. Let me it took tell effect. you, I did not even know that till you just said yeah, it. Yeah, man. I swear to God, I did not yeah. know that you had to be twenty one to buy cigarettes. Yeah, you do now. It's, it hasn't been that way for very long, but it is. Now you got to be twenty one now. And nothing against our military at all. But yet, but still, eighteen to go into the military. Now, see, I've heard, and I, I've never been in the military. You know, bone spurs. Yeah, no shit. Uh, <laughs> but uh, same yeah, right here. Yeah, yeah. But uh, shin splints. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I've always heard that you know, if you're eighteen on a base, you can get that stuff. Your cigarettes okay. and your, your booze. And well, you stuff. should. You should. They yeah. should. I, I would, as a taxpayer, be fine. I'd be fine with that. I'm no good dip, with it. They're on a base. They're they've enlisted. They yeah. know. Yeah. Oh, man, that's crazy. Of course, anything that happened past the last year, I've tuned out of news, really, except oh, yeah. for what we talk about here, because mm-hmm. I don't want to hear it. But, um, yeah, so sm- yeah, that's a that's a very good observation. Meanwhile, coffee is just exploding. I mean, you know, it's nothing new, but, you know, we've had that conversation before of how coffee is without question a drug. Oh, yeah, man. People are hooked on it. People are hooked on their caffeine. We're a very caffeinated country. We're yeah, it's not even fair to say coffee. Caffeinated. Yeah, we're hooked on caffeine. We're hooked on our energy drinks and our, our coffees and all Mio's. that caffeinated. Yeah, I am that guilty caffeine, of man. that. Our yeah. soft drinks, too. Yeah. Everything we have is caffeinated as hell. We love it. <coughs> oh. I'm take that out. And... No, I'm fine. It's done now. No, I already finished. Out. I should tell you ahead of time next. I'll wink at you when I I'll do the hand thing. But you might think I'm talking about oral sex. I might. <clears throat> I might take you all the wrong way. Yeah. No, you won't. Um, you ain't taking me nowhere, buddy. 
the, uh, the let's see, the, the anti-smoking, and then, uh, oh gosh, there was a good little point there that I was thinking about something else. You had to go call from mess it up. I know. I'd blame it. I need to get my air ducts cleaned again. Yeah, you do. Um, get the ones in here done. Yeah. Oh gosh, I can't think of what it was. It was something along the same lines of, uh, I mean, and you actually, I've noticed just in public, and you got to think too, that's the short time of being out in public again socially, mm-hmm. is that I see a lot more people smoking cigarettes now than I have in recent memory. Yeah. Because I remember there for a while, and granted it was mainly like downtown Greenville where you can't do it at all. You can't even think about it down there. They'll find you. That uh, you wouldn't see it at all. Uh, but now I, I even see people, you know, alleys and stuff. I guess they're smoking cigarettes. Yeah. I should investigate next time. Uh, some of them look like they're giving themselves COVID vaccinations. It could be what's happening. Yeah. But see, that's they part of CVS down there. That's another part of the fallout, too, from uh, the war on drugs is that, that, man, I firmly believe there's an element to that where, you, you all right, you, you have COVID. And you have the government trying to give people a lot of information about COVID, trying to vaccinate people for COVID, whatever. Yeah. Well, isn't it weird that this whole generation of people who realized they'd been lied to by just say no for their entire childhoods, now they don't trust the government to tell them to give them a shot or to tell them, this, tell them about this virus? Because, I mean, you know they'll lie to you because they already did about pot and everything else. That's a great point, it, especially with with... This particular generation, whatever that one may be, I guess we're saying not baby boomers, yeah, and and beyond. But yeah, that's that's a great point. It's you don't trust uh, the authority per se about certain things, and then you're well. If I if I didn't trust that, and, and I know this to be true, then what else out there are they BSing me on? Yeah, yeah that's a good point. Yeah, um, you, the energy drinks. I remember what it was. Okay, so I, I used this thing called. Uh, Mio Energy Mixer, I believe, and it's like it's like Kool Aid, but it's got caffeine in it, you know. Because I'm not a big fan of coffee, except for one particular kind, mm. and it's not available in the mornings when I come to work. What the hell kind of coffee ain't available in the morning? It's a, a, a caramel macchiato. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, only only certain places can make it good. Coffee but, should be available in the morning. Well, this is more of a uh, decadence, more than, but you know, whatever. I don't like regular plain black coffee or the K-Cup stuff or any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I, I need caffeine, obviously, to come in here and, you know, get going and all that stuff. So I use that. Um, but the point I was making is, and I've shared this many times, nine, you've heard it a dozen, known dozens of times, and I've shared it before uh, on the other show, but Lynn Bias is still the reason even after all these years, and I've known enough people and seen enough things to know better, Lynn Bias is the reason why I, Matthew Harris, have never in my whole life done cocaine. Yeah. Ever. Yeah, I remember. I've heard that from you all my, I mean, ever since I've you known believe you. believe it? Yeah, I do. No, I firmly true. believe it because you've told me so many times and with such conviction, I absolutely firmly believe that. Yeah. That's, that's one of those things where later on, like you find out, oh, Mr. T, you Later on in interviews, talked about doing coke. You yeah. know, when he was on the Just Say No yeah. program, and and you realize, okay, you people on TV or politicians, you give them more uh, elevation in your your thought process as mm-hmm. a young child. But when when that came on the news, that stuck with me so much that this guy had he was going to be the number one draft pick for the Boston Celtics from yeah. I think Loy Lo, I can't say it. Lo, Loyola Loyola. Loyola, Loyola. That's how they would say the lawyer in French. Mm-hmm. Loyola, Marymount, and he 
goes out to celebrate, allegedly, Ooh. I don't even know if this is the true story, this is what I remember, that he goes out to celebrate and somebody says, hey, man, you want to try this cocaine? And he's like, sure. And he does it. And then I know that he had a heart attack, but as a child, I was told that his heart exploded in his chest. Yeah. And that scared me to know more than if you live a bad life, you're going to burn forever. I mean, that stuck with me so much. Very sad and tragic, the Lynn story. It is. But he also had a, a heart uh, rhythmic exactly. uh, thing yeah. that hadn't been diagnosed. Exactly, yeah. Or, arrhythmia or something. Mm-hmm. And then you, as you get older and you eventually find out that, especially growing up in that era, you, yeah, all the musicians you liked and all the, the athletes you liked and all the actors and comedians and entertainers you ever liked, man, damn it, the wrestlers, they did a lot of it. <laughs> well, that's why during the 90s you had half a dozen die every week. You, you had, you did, they did so, that was the sleeping pills. They, they it's did, almost. They, I mean, that really, that was that was sleeping pills, not cocaine. Um, but yeah, they did so much cocaine back in the day that, like, I'm surprised there's any left. <laughs> And they all did. I mean, they, man, they all All of them. Even the ones that are preachers now. Day and night, all the time we're doing it. Yeah. That's how they could move around so fast. Yeah, it was. was, I mean, everybody in in entertainment fields, it seemed like, has has written books and told stories and been called out about it in the past. And I mean, and and so, yeah, it's another thing that, you know, as you grow, you get grown and you realize how many people did it. You're like, wow, they lied about that, too. Because all these people certainly aren't dead. It, so this is what I, I this is my own little personal mantra with it or whatever, is that I, I'm aware now finding out about his arrhythmia or whatever it may be for those of you who have looked it up or knew previously, but it still stuck with me to the point that, like, have I smoked weed and whatever? Of course, mm-hmm. but rare is the person who will. I, you could look it up. I'm sure something whatever, but. That's very, very rare. It would still be tied to something else if you died smoking weed. But with that, just to know that instantaneously so something could go wrong mm-hmm. and there could be some kind of undiagnosed thing with me that if I, and so in other words, I've went this long without it, I'm fine to keep going this way without it. Yeah. But I have a, I'm not going to tell you the age, but I have a, an age in mind that if I get to that age, <laughs> Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, I get what you're I saying. really, really, I, I, I'm like, you know, why hide in fear of it for your whole life when you're right there at possibly the tail end? Yeah. Which will be 23 years left in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, then I would say, you know what? Give me a key bump right now. No, the, uh, <laughs> the, the one thing that's interesting about it is, I mean, I'd say you're in just as much danger anytime, anytime somebody, like, it. Drives a car. No, that smokes pot and they cough. I think you're in just as much danger of having like a brain aneurysm or a pulmonary embolism from the cough as you are from something going wrong doing that. But but there's absolutely nothing good about it and no good no good reason to do that. There's no there's no benefit to, do what? to it. Uh, the, 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 to put stuff up your nose. There's no benefits in it. Whatsoever. Oh. There's no reason to do it. There's nothing. I mean, there's you know there's nothing good about it. There's no reason to do it. Are you speak? Are you just saying no to cocaine? Yes. 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 You're saying yes now. No, I'm saying no. Yes. Yes, I'm saying no. Okay. I'm not saying yes. I'm. Are saying you doing no. that thing that people do where they say it both ways and then down the road they can't say, "Hey, I said it that way," and you're like, "Nah, you said it that way." You're like, yeah, but look, it no, means this. I'm saying no. Okay. Just say no to that, certainly. Never not working. Yeah. Though, I, I tell you this. I, there, I mean, I've been doing radio for 20 years, so I've known a lot of people, and I've known a lot of degenerate-type people. 
and I've hung out in rock and roll circles and rock and roll crowds for like circle jerks multiple decades of my life since I was a teenager. Right. So I've known a lot of people who did damn near everything you can think of, and I've known people who were very successful, highly functional thank you addicts on just about anything you can think of. It wasn't me. Um, I've known people who were functional addicts on 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 pills. Not that it wasn't a struggle, but some like, some people like still like you wouldn't know, and mm-hmm. other people just crumble to nothing. Right. Uh, I've I've known people who, you know, I found this out years later that they, they were totally functional, like running businesses and stuff, and they were on meth the whole time, and you had no idea. Other people wind up stealing copper and catalytic converters and stuff yeah. with sores all over their faces and no teeth left. See, that's the ones that you, it, even, and this is the, the, the pop culture of it, is that I'll see someone that, you know, the faces of meth, mural, or oh, uh, yeah. meme. Yeah. When I see someone who may just have really bad, uh, uh, Complexion. Mm-hmm. If if they're not dressed well, judgment in my mind is they're on meth. Yeah, it's awful. That. Yeah, I mean, but they might just have bad skin. I know, know? They, they can afford to get a dermatologist. Issue. I know. Yeah, I'm awful. I'll tell you this. The, Sorry, Lord. The one substance that I have never seen anybody functioning on. Again, I've known people who functioned on just about anything you can think of. I mean, we've all known a bunch of people who ran businesses and were very functional and were always just pickled drunk, right? Football. Well, going in that kind of direction, I've never known anybody who recreationally used heroin and heavy opioids and oh, was yeah, okay yeah. and worked and functioned and ran business and stuff. I've never known anybody that I... Do you know anybody? You don't have to say the name, but do you know anybody that I knew that did that? Because I've never known any. I've known a few people who have over the years, oh and you gosh. know some of them, and it, it's I not... not. It's just, I mean, you just need luck. You, oh. you just cut people off because they're, they're in a... You kind of have to. Oh my gosh! Yeah, unless you're like super close to him, and I never have been. Yeah, that would be a anyone. Night, that would be a nightmare. Yeah. That's true. To most, yeah, I don't get close to people. It's not true. I've seen too many things. Uh, you're at least six feet away from me right now. Yeah. That's uh, man. That, that's that's a, that's a, that's incredible. Yeah. Um, people can function on anything. I mean, I people who like were again very successful on 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 cocaine and then all kinds of speed and stuff and and alcohol and. Clearly, weed and stuff, but yeah, never, never, never heroin, man. Do you think that uh, is there a? Let me think. Of how I'm going to ask this. What, what gets you to the point of putting a needle in yourself? Too? I can't fathom that. I'm not scared of needles. I'm not scared of getting shots. I'm not scared of getting blood drawn. But I'm not doing it to myself. I I don't know. I think that's why with like the the what the with the edibles, like yeah. for instance. That takes the like if I get if if I ever got high mm-hmm. I would want to do it in a communal way yeah where with more because right like do you don't you think that if you get high by yourself when you're high with somebody else it just amplifies that tremendously I, I mean it depends on what you're what you're looking for out of it I mean really it, it you know different different there's so many variables with it too because you know you could be you're smoking a sativa for the to, for more uplifting or smoking an indica because you want to chill out and like rest or remember how I would remember this yeah you could be out with yourself or with other people you know there's so many variables there and it's just such an individual experience sativa I remember as Saturday, you want to get up and have fun, and then indica means in the couch yeah. is going to put your ass it, in the dirt. Where it puts you, yeah. Your genitals. That's correct. You are correct, sir. Yeah. What happens to women when they uh, do that? What, what does it put of theirs in the dirt? Ladies, uh, let us know on social media. Same thing, man. Same, same. They don't have one of those. No, you can say blank my blank. You can say that, too. 
Yeah, but the, when a woman says that, that's uh, it's just depends on the woman. She can't get that couth back. Some and of you them know can I mean? say it. Yeah, no, nah, I, I don't know. Some of them are badass. They can say it. Yeah. So it, on your, uh, let's say it's your. Is there a drug? So obviously we know you don't want to ever. By the way, never, not all dudes can say that either. You got to be pretty badass to get away with saying that. No, I feel the opposite of that. Not all dudes can just say stuff like that. Well, you can say it, just don't spray it. No, I'm. I, I, any man that would say, I always kind of chuckle at that. Yeah. Like, would if even in anger, if somebody said that, like, what? That's weird. Like you thought walk, that about me, and you, I took this point of passion for you to finally tell me your true feelings. Like you yeah. think about the psychology. That's kind of weird. Yeah, I mean, well, it, it, you really want to shock somebody just when you're arguing with some dude in a bar somewhere. And say, yeah, why don't you kiss me then? Yeah. Watch what happens. Buy they'll me probably, a drink first. They'll probably turn around and leave. <laughs> to kiss me. Yeah. You just put, walk toward him putting on lipstick yeah. and say, okay. Pull out some lip gloss. Here we go, honey. <laughs> I want to do that lifesaver thing on your dingling. I got glitter in my mustache <laughs> just for you, Bill. <laughs> the flavor saver. Yeah. God bless. Okay. Uh, heroin, I, I know all that. Is mm-hmm. there, and I'm not talking right now, present day, but let's say in the future when the, you're retired and whatever... Is there something you've ever thought about doing that you thought, oh, my God, this could develop into uh, a habit? Because maybe you've seen in the past that it has for certain people. So, in other words, do you have an interest in trying another type of drug in the future, like I said, with maybe cocaine when I'm 65? DMT when I'm old and I can handle all I would learn. I'd be scared to death. I know that culture, how people feel about it. I just, I know how I am in real life yeah. and uh, the anxiety sometimes yeah, socially. Yeah. I couldn't yeah. imagine. Uh-huh. I couldn't imagine. I already think at the gym people are looking at me when they're not. Absolutely not. But I can only imagine if I'm, I wouldn't go to the gym on DMT. No, if I was be somewhere probably not useful. And saw half a million little trolls staring at me. Yeah. I would. Yeah, but see, if you saw those trolls, I mean, you, I think you just would see the universe. I don't, see. You got to be prepared for what that. What does that mean? It means you see the universe. But, so does that mean there's some kind of film over our brain when we're not on DMT? That there's all this life around us we just don't see? Like, Truly. There's a lot of energy around us we don't see. It's oh, hard man. to it's hard to say. I mean, you know, think about it. How, how you don't see the cell phone signal, the radio waves, I know or the that. TV stuff, or the satellite signals. You don't see that, but it's around you. Yeah, yeah. So there's, it looks like trolls. There's more than just that, too. Yeah, I don't think they got little pink and green spiky hairs. Remember, I told you when I was a kid, I thought bugs were aliens. They look like aliens because their eyes look like cameras. They really bugs are very alien-like, man. I mean, the bugs and Starship Troopers, and I mean the. A lot of aliens are based on bugs from like alien aliens. Oh, the sure. Alien and alien and aliens and aliens. Or even or some of the old hieroglyphics over in Egypt would yeah. have like, uh, uh, you know, some kind of cockroach head or something. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It'd be foolish to think that anything that comes from uh, from space would be humanoid. Well, I always thought that about like even... Like, I still like my theory that there's like a planet of dogs somewhere and through some kind of big bang that all these little pieces of this planet and that planet wound up here in the melting pot planet. So somewhere there's a planet that's nothing but dogs. You think they had their own space program? Probably. They have their own currency now. I've read about that. Maybe they got their own coins, yeah. There's probably a, a planet somewhere of cats. Oh, That's a rude planet. Gotta stinks, be. Oh, my oh, God. Could planet. you imagine what the water supply is like? Yeah, right there. yeah, yeah. Oh my God! <laughs> oh, that puts me in a whole different mind. <laughs> but yeah, that that that's a kind of a fun little thought. Mm-hmm. 
to think about. Also, mind-numbing. Yeah, just to know like all the stuff around you. But that kind of, you know, I, I hate that it's going to this kind of philosophy, but, you know, don't... Just because you're alone or somebody doesn't see, uh, you know, like when it comes to like thievery or uh, whatever it may be, something that's mm-hmm. illegal or something, just because, you know, they would always say, well, God's illegal. It's illegal. Illegal. Yeah. I e filed. It's illegal. But, you know, it's, God's watching, or as a child, you know, God's watching and Santa Claus is watching. Yeah. But like, this will maybe get you at a not you, Jamie, but anybody who's like living. Uh, oh, this sounds like a, a after school special now. But just think about just because you're sitting there doing it and you look around, nobody's there. What if there's half a million trolls watching you and you just can't see them? Are you telling people to do more drugs? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, do them. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that's got to be like crazy. Yeah, it does. That's why I don't want to ever do it to know what it might look like. Because I tripped acid before. I don't think you need to. Why? No, no, do that. The thing you said you don't want to do. Oh, DMT? Yeah, I don't think you need to. It would freak me out, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not well balanced enough to. I can tell you, though. But yeah, I know about the time you stabbing a guy in the knee. I know that story. Well, that that was one of those things where it turns into paranoia. It was just a little knife, though. It was a very small knife. Very tiny knife. No charges were ever filed. Yeah, it was just a minor thing. But, um, but if you saw that, then I feel like once you came down, you would. People seem to have very vivid memories of them. Yeah, yeah, they do. So I would, I would feel like every time I was, you know, down uh, or whatever baseline you'd call it, when you're not on DNT, that it would be uh, just paranoia. As long as I don't have to hang out with Joe Rogan to do it, I'm down. Wow. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> Is he like the new Timothy Leary, I guess? Kind of. Yeah. Well, it's a, well, <laughs> this is a great value, Timothy Leary. Ain't Timothy it? Leary started out making people eat uh, pig testicles. He did. People he did. They got a very true. similar start. He's yeah. also good at Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Episode 35, that's an odd number. It is. It really is. It really is an odd number. It really is. But that's where we are. That's where we are. Episode 35. This has been about drugs and daring people to do drugs and daring them not to drugs and just saying no and just saying, come on, man, just one. The war on drugs. The war on drugs. I like it. Or I don't like it, actually. How do you feel about it? Well, you, you know, I just told you for like 44 minutes. Thank you. Smart ass. <laughs> Episode 35 of After Hours with the Rise Guys. Please give us a review. Please share it. And uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Jimmy? Yeah, man. Thank you. Later. All right. Get out. Time to close the doors on another episode of After Hours with the Rise Guys. Subscribe on Radio.com and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Pass it around to your family and friends and other P1s. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 